We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey everyone, welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Monday. It's March 6th. It's my birthday week. My birthday is this weekend. So birthday week. Um, so we got all the good mojo flying. Got my buddy Chief Justice 06, Will Priester, with me on the podcast today. Shout out to Luch for filling in for me on Friday's podcast. And uh Ready to be back and to talk about this six-game NBA slate. Chief, what's happening, my friend? I'm good, brother. Listen, I'm so excited about DFS and where it's heading because MLB will be here soon, and I, I can't express how excited I am for this MLB season. Um, and I, I love NBA DFS too, but, man, look, MLB's got me. I mean, I'm I'm ready to rock out with my socks out here. Uh, it's it's going to be fun, but we're not there yet. We got a six gamer. We're excited. Can't wait to break this slate down. Fun slate. Um, six games. I, I listen after a long weekend. Long weekend. Um, I am very happy that it's only six games. I slept. I think two hours last night between NASCAR and getting up and playing a disc golf tournament this morning. So I'm very excited at six games. Um, what a weekend, like really quick, what a weekend in NASCAR. Like if you're not a NASCAR subscriber, you should be. Um, I'm not tooting my own horn, but I am tooting my own horn. Like it was just, Will is one of the weekends and it happens a few times a year, but it's one of the weekends where I was just on it. Um, and we had a fantastic week over nascar played terrible my first round of the disc golf tournament this morning i shot nine over um bounced back and finished fifth with a four under round the second round so i uh had a nice little sunday won a little raffle like it, it's, okay. it's just a good day just a good yeah. day man just a good day so how are you doing i know like you just said you're excited for baseball everyone knows everyone knows that I'm one of the biggest baseball fans at RG. 
Um, I love baseball season. So yes, I'm pumped for baseball season to be here. Um, but yeah, man, I'm, I'm really like, I just want to say thank you to everyone listening. Um, I love getting on the mic, talking about these slates and getting the messages when I don't do the podcast, making sure that I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. People. Um, but yeah, man, just spread some love here on this Monday morning, Sunday night. If you're hanging out with us on YouTube. Absolutely. All right. Six games, couple back to backs. Um, we get started with one of them right here off the bat. We got Boston at Cleveland. There was no total for this game. I'm going to look really quick again and see. It doesn't look like there's a total still. Um, all right. So now there's a couple books that have it at 219 and a half. Um, Cavs minus two and a half. So we'll go with that. Really quick before we get into this, Dave, Brent, Yeezy, Richie, Craig, thanks for hanging out. Hope you guys had a fantastic weekend. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind YouTube page and jump in these live streams with us um, night before breakdown. So, Will, Boston, second end of a back-to-back. And then on the Cleveland side, Mitchell is questionable, which is definitely notable. Um, what are your thoughts here on the Boston side? Man, look, this, this is a, it probably should be a pretty good game. I think the last time we saw these guys play – I feel like Cleveland or Boston, it was a blowout one way, and I can't. I Maybe can't have had two I, really I, competitive games. The first game they played this season was like really, really close, and the second game, or in, in like low scoring in this recent game, I think was like two thirty. It finished at yeah, and it was a close yeah. game. And Donovan Mitchell had forty four. That's that's what I think I was really thinking of. Donovan Mitchell kind of lighting it up on fire here, but from Boston, man, I just. So Tatum's down to 10 six here. It's a small slate. And this is a guy, Stevie, that can go out and get 60. They're, they're pretty close to being healthy. We do have a couple other games that I know are going to really push the pace here. But I'm always – I don't ever mind taking the star of the team um, and, and kind of playing him. I like Tatum in this spot. Um, I, I, think, I think he could really, you know – Put up a nice performance here and it's not just because of the last time but it's going to be a competitive matchup so i think he's you know he's going to have a shot rob will being out um uh should should definitely pop, or, or let, let me say this should help his rebounding some which he's been rebounding pretty well this season anyway but you know we saw him pick up 13 rebounds against brooklyn 11 against cleveland like th- these are the rebound numbers i think we want to see if he can pick up 10 rebounds 30 ish points like we're almost there. So one of my favorite plays in this game, Jason Tatum, uh, Mr. Brown down to 8,800. Uh, I don't mind him either. Uh, definitely favor Tatum over him. And it's smart at 57. Uh, guy that's going to play 30 plus minutes under 6K. Uh, I don't mind him as well. So really quick, right? My my concern here is on the second end of a back-to-back. In OT currently right now against the Knicks, um, the Celtics side. We already know that Williams is not going to play. Robert Williams is not going to play. Horford's at 39 minutes. I don't on... think he's playing. Right. I don't see him. Yeah. 39 minutes. So do we think, do we think like Mike Muscala draws a start and plays like 30, 35 minutes in this game? Um, They've played at... Blake too, though. That's the thing. You're right. And, he, and he's not playing Sunday night. 
So do we think maybe it's Blake? I, I mean, it's a six game slate. So I think these conversations are worth having. Um, if we, if we think Blake's going to play 25 plus minutes at minimum salary, I think he's definitely in play. Um, I like the Tatum call. You know, he's someone that has triple double upside on any given slate, even in a tough matchup here. Um, he's someone that I definitely think you could take some shots on. Yeah. But yeah. Um, but yeah, just it'd be, I, I don't see Horford playing. And I, I'm shocked. I'm, I'm honestly like, with this game still going and in overtime, I'm really shocked we even have some lines out for this game. So Cleveland side and Mitchell's questionable. Uh, man, this could be one of those you roll a dice kind of like um, games for betting night before. But uh, going to the Cleveland side of this game, obviously we want to see what happens with Mitchell. If Mitchell is out, ton of interest in Garland. Ton of interest in Garland. Um he becomes one of my favorite plays on the entire slate if Mitchell ends up sitting. Also, I could see Allen having a really good game here. Um, like Boston, if Horford sits with Williams already out, who's I mean, uh, who's going to really match up with Allen? So I could see Jared Allen having a solid game here. 7K, fair price tag. I think his upside's probably like 40 to 45 maybe with like a 50 plus point ceiling, but I think on a six game slate, we, we should be looking at Allen uh, regardless if Mitchell plays or not, but Garland um, in a fantastic spot here. If Mitchell ends up sitting. Yeah, absolutely. And then I guess the, let's call it the default guy, if you will, probably going to be Ricky Rubio at 3,500. Like you very well may have two, three K guys in the same game. If, if Horford is out, which which Steve, I'm honestly going to operate the, the fact that he's out. But I think you have Blake and Cornette. Yeah. And you just kind of pick one or the other, like if you're on a single entry or um, if you're multi, mass multi-entry, 20-entry max, 3-entry max, I just play one and one, one and the other, something like that. But if if Mitchell is out, I think Rubio's in play. And not only Rubio, I think we'll have uh, access to Karis Levert as well. Like we could very well have – cheap pieces in this game right out of the gate. So um, I think I honestly think this game is something to really keep your eye on. I think we'll have the Horford news. We might have the Horford news at the end of this game, like, yeah, you know, in some weird way. But the Cleveland news, I don't think we'll get that right on time. But if we happen to get it early in the day, that's really going to open this slate up. I'm with you on Garland. And I'm also with you on Allen. And I still think Levert and, uh, and Rubio – at those seller dweller prices, I think they're going to be in play even against Boston. All right. We got Philadelphia at Indiana, Indiana on the second end of a back to back. Yep. Two thirty one and a half total on FanDuel. Only book that has a total out right now. 76ers, a seven point favorite in this one. Um, PJ Tucker is questionable. Tobias Harris is questionable. That's really it um, on the Philadelphia side. On the Indiana side, Neesmith sat Sunday, so he's someone to worth worth monitoring if he's going to play or not in this one. So uh, let's go Philadelphia first. I mean, it's a six-game slate. We have Jokic, we have Lillard, we have Embiid, we have Tatum. Um, they're the they're the elite stars on this slate. So on a on a six-game slate, 
I mean, the, the person out of those guys or anybody really who scores the most fantasy points, raw points matter on a six game slate. So will yeah. talk to me here about Embiid Harden's 10, one. I think that with Embiid healthy, that's a tough price tag for me on a, on a slate like this, even though the matchup's not terrible, but Embiid, not only is he just a stud, this is just one of the best matchups too. Uh, this team really struggles in interior defense. So, uh, talk to me about Philadelphia here. Yeah, definitely in on Embiid at 11-3. Um, you know, this is a guy that, in terms of scoring in this game, Stevie, like you, you'd expect them to probably get the part. If the game is reasonably close, I think Embiid might get to somewhat his scoring ceiling. What I mean is not fantasy points. I'm talking about actual points. Like we might see him go for 40 or so. In this spot, so I I really like him. Be, um, I think this is a a spot for him to really stat pad for the MVP race, if you will. Um, especially if Tobias Harris is out, like I think that'll open it up for him even more because you know PJ Tucker's not going to take a lot of shots. Uh, it'll be the Harden, Maxi, and Embiid show, and so you know Maxi's fifty five hundred, Stevie. Like he might be the dark horse candidate for fantasy points in this one if Tobias Harris is out, because they'll really need his production uh, on the offensive end. So he, I think he's a sneaky play here on this slate at 5,500 on DK where, you know, if we get this other value in other spots and, you know, we've got an up-tempo game to close out the night, he may, he, he could possibly still go overlooked even on this slate. So I like him a ton. Um, I think him and B would be my top targets. I like Harden. Don't love Harden. But, I mean, Harden's been a monster here recently, Stephen. We saw him in the Milwaukee game, 38-10-9. A uh, game before that against Dallas, 27-13-4. and 20-12-6 uh, against Miami. I think Embiid sat that game. Um, or the game, yeah. He sat one of those games. I think it was the one before. But either way, I, I like Harden, don't love Harden. But if you told me that today, hey, I want to play Harden against Indiana, I'm not going to talk you out of it. Yeah. Ooh, excuse me. I wouldn't talk you out of it. I'm just saying I think there's better plays today. Um, so I, I not necessarily not necessarily talking you out of it. It's more of just saying am I really paying ten one for Harden or ten six for Tatum? Um right. or even Sabonis at like ten K. Like Harden has a higher ceiling, but Sabonis um it's just I mean, better matchup and definitely the 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 similar type of ceiling. So I like him beat a lot. Um, I, I think a lot of the decisions today are going to be um, Lillard against Detroit and Bead or Jokic. Um, but I, I like the matchup a lot for Embiid today. Yeah. In the end aside, if I am playing Embiid, Halliburton is someone at 9,200 that has the same type of ceiling as some of these guys up in this top tier. Um, he is top tier, but I'm talking elite tier, I guess, not just top tier. Um, talk to me here about the Pacers. So I like Halliburton. Uh, you know, they're on a back-to-back. Will they sit him this game? Like, I don't feel like they're trying to push him too hard at the end of the season. I definitely know Indiana – doesn't want to win a bunch of games. I don't think they want to. And I, I think Halliburton can get off against anyone. I mean, we saw the man get off against Boston, Stevie. Like, 
it, it's not like he won't on a back to back. I'm not sure. Um, I mean, his last he's been over 50 in three of the last five games. Um, at 9,200, I think on a small slate, Steve, you have to take a shot. I think you do. They're at home. Um, you know, Turner's for the most part, I think he's going to play, not looking like he's going to sit out this game at all. Um, I, I think Halliburton is the play here. And that's the easy play, but he's 9,200. He puts up another 50-plus bomb. Like, you're in great shape at that price. Yeah, obviously, don't think I want to take Turner in this spot. Don't really necessarily love him. Um, I could see taking some shots on Buddy Heald in tournaments, 5,900. He is someone, like, if he was able to get hot in this game, could have a big game. He's averaging... 44 fantasy points in two meetings um, this season against Philadelphia. So I have to look into that more. Just saying that like, that's a thing. Um, You know, he's just someone that can put up 30 actual points. And if he can get, you know, grab some assists and rebounds and he's someone that can get some steals as well. So if he could get some secondary points, um, he's obviously someone that has some upside shooting the ball wise. Um, And I, I mean, the the bonus here too is it's the second end of a back to back, so might be a little bit more sloppier play. All right, cruising right along. Portland at Detroit, two thirty two total in this game. Portland a five, yeah, five and a half point favorite. Portland is on the second end of a back to back. A lot of injuries. We'll talk about this in just a second. On the Detroit side, Bogdanovich is out. Cunningham is out. Duran is out. Hayes is questionable. Magruder is questionable. Stewart is out. Wiseman is questionable. Um, <laughs> on the Portland side, like I said, they're on the second end of a back-to-back. Um, Simon sat Sunday's game after returning the other day, um, was it the second end of back-to-back or they just didn't want him to play? Uh, Nurkic sat Sunday. I know he's getting closer. So we'll have to kind of pay attention to those two because uh, they matter, especially on a six-game slate. But what are your thoughts here on Portland? Uh, Dame Lillard. And uh, I don't want to say Dame or bust. Uh, you know, we got a little bit of uh, – Wait for it, Jeremy Grant revenge. If you if you're into that sort of thing, um, but it this is mainly Dame's team, and I, like I said, on a small slate, I don't mind Jeremy Grant. Um, I just Cam Reddish just hasn't done it for me, Stevie. Like he he had a good game against Atlanta, but overall he just he just hasn't done it for me. Maybe you squeeze him in on this slate if if. Simon sits again, you know, they play in Detroit, a game they should win easily. But it, it's kind of just Damon Grant for me. I like Lillard a lot more if Simon sits again. Uh, Correct. For what yeah, worth. I agree 100%. Yep. I can see Grant having a really solid game here. I like the price tag. This team's not good um, defensively against really anybody. I mean, they're just a bad overall yeah. defense. Um third worst in the NBA um, in defensive rating this season. And the good thing, like they still play 12th quickest in the NBA. So this is a pace up spot for Portland being in Detroit, second end of a back-to-back. Maybe the game stays a little sloppier and we get a closer game. So I like Grant um, in this spot. I also like his first half props. 
So if you play on like a fantasy pick and play sites like Prize Picks or uh, Sleeper or anything like that, and you want first half props, I like Grant's first half props. Uh, points, rebounds mostly. Um, if Simons and Nurkic sit, I don't mind maybe taking some shots on like a Cam Reddish or um, I don't know if I get to Eubanks on this slate. His minutes have kind of been all over the place. On the Detroit side, I mean, I think like obviously we're going to be watching the news on Wiseman, but if he were to sit, Bagley's 5,500. I know it's not the greatest matchup in the world, but this is a guy now looking at his last four games has put up at least 38 fantasy points in three of those four games. Um, And for some reason, he's still 5,500. So ton of interest here in Bagley, whether, whether Wiseman's out or not, but if Wiseman sits, man, like Bagley just going to smash in this game. Um, Again, like him either way, but if Wiseman sits, Bagley plays 35 minutes and just crushes. Um, so ton of interest in him. Um, but outside of like outside of Bagley, I think Detroit is even on a smaller slate, a tough team to kind of figure out. Um, the minutes are kind of spread out just in general. Um, if we did get news that like Hayes was going to miss the game, I think Alec Burks at 4,100 um, and then Jaden Ivy at 5,900 are playable. And it's not like Portland's like this juggernaut defensive team. They're bottom 10. I think they're they're like seventh worst. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you looking at on Detroit? Yeah, I think if Wiseman sit and Hayes sit, then I think I think Detroit becomes actually pretty playable. Like Bagley at 5,500, I think he's he would be big time in play. Um, you, you mentioned uh, Alec Burks. I think he'd be in play. I think Diallo would be in play. Ivy would be in play. Now, what I would probably do, Stevie, is I would probably put them all in a group and I'd say maybe don't play more than two of them or maybe two or three at the most. But, you know. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I I think Bagley would probably be the top play if um, if everybody sits. Like if Wiseman is out, I got to think just in general projections are going to come out with him around 30-ish fantasy points, 30-plus, and his ownership's probably going to go through the roof, but it, it will be warranted. Like he'll, he'll have the full, I mean, rotation, I think, for the big man that they have, which is really going to make him a good play and then – like we said, if Hayes is out, 
I know they've been playing Corey Joseph a few minutes. So that's why I said with these guards, maybe I put the guards in a group and just play two out of no more than two. Bagley's kind of would be in a class of his own. Like you just need to play him. What's up, YouTube? Hope you're having a fantastic um, Sunday night. If you're listening or watching this show live on YouTube right now, just going to quickly circle back to that Boston-Cleveland game, just really quick. Multiple books. Multiple books have Cleveland minus one and a half. I even like it at minus two and a half. We are now in the second overtime of the Knicks-Celtics game on Sunday night. Oh, my goodness. Tatum's played 47 minutes. Brown's played 46 minutes. Al Horford's at 45 minutes. And Grant Williams is at 44 minutes. Marcus Smart has played 39 minutes. I would not be shocked if one or two or five Celtics sit in the game and they just punt it against Cleveland. Um, Just saying, I think that it's very interesting. If you want to take some shots, um, if you're in a state with points bet, it has a one and a half. FanDuel and DraftKings, Caesars, BetMGM, they're at two and a half. So if you're hanging out with us live, I just, I'm leaning, I'm really leaning towards Cleveland. Uh, That line might come off the game. Um, So, and I'm not, and like, it wouldn't shock me if everyone plays. Not Horford. I don't think Horford plays. Like, Horford, 45 minutes. Horford's not playing tomorrow. But, um, but if like, if Tatum and like Brown and these guys play, wouldn't shock me. But they're also going to have, I mean, 47 minutes for Tatum and 46 minutes around. Like they're not going to be at their best against one of the best defenses in the league. So Cleveland minus two and a half. Don't mind that. It's one of those things you like jump on it right night before and take advantage of it. Um, And sometimes it works out and sometimes it doesn't, but I think that it, it has value. And I mean, that's always what we're looking for at the end of the day, some value Atlanta at Miami is where we head next we got a 227 total miami is a three-point favorite on most books looking at the injury report for this game um atlanta is good to go miami kevin love is probable kyle lowry is out yurt seven is down in the g league playing which is just kind of pay attention to that don't i mean he can get an in day upgrade anytime talk to me about the hawks here will look Hawks are playing Miami. Um, you know, Miami is not the juggernaut defensive team that I think we're used to. And so I haven't really been afraid to play teams against them. Here's the, here's the deal, Stevie. DeJounte Murray is down to 7,900. Like, that's – that's like, I feel like they're getting – he's getting a bump that he probably shouldn't get. And I know his production is kind of all over the place. And, and, look, he only had 23 fantasy points uh, in – 36 minutes the last time, but 7,900, I just, I think it's too low. This is a guy who can go out and get 40 plus uh, on any night. So I, I want to uh, to point that out. Something else, Stevie, that I think we're seeing that, you know, we saw Clint Capella have a nice game uh, against Miami. His price has come up. He's 6,100 now. Um, we're still not seeing him get a bump in minutes. So uh, I'll, I'll taper my expectations there. Uh, Trey Young is 9,400, and he's just been okay this season. Like, you know, we've seen some 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 big 50-point games, a couple of 6-point games, but all in all, he's typically hanging in the 40s. Uh, I don't hate the price. He's cheap enough. Um, but that that's about it for me. Uh, I'm not really thrilled about Miami. I'm, I mean, the Hawks. I'm not afraid of Miami, but 
Um, I'm not. I'm not thrilled about playing the Hawks either. Yeah, six game slate. Potential low ownership, I think, is the like game theory wise, the only thing that we're potentially looking at well, here for Atlanta. Murray's too cheap, I think, like seven nine hundred. I do. Yeah, think I mean, too cheap. for sure, for sure, tough matchup. Um, Butler in a fantastic spot. So, I think, like, obviously, I have interest in Butler. We're going to talk about him on the other side of this game. So, yeah. I like that. Um, I mean, I have no idea. Like, I think Capella, his role with this new coach, obviously, a little bit better. So, I like him and Murray. It's weird saying I don't like Trey Young, but at 9,400 in a tough matchup, I think I'd prefer Murray at the discount. Um, and I know it's a tough matchup for Capella, but you could say I have a foul trouble and think he could have a really solid game, especially with this new usage that we've seen from him recently. On the Miami side, I really like Jimmy Butler. Uh, this is just one of the best matchups in the league for wing-type players. Um, he's someone that's capable of putting up 50-plus um, in this spot, so... If we're not like going up top tier multiple times on the slate, I think that looking at guys um, on the lower end of the top tier is definitely uh, playable. And I, I like the spot for Butler and Bam. Uh, they're both in really good spots. Tyler Hero's price is kind of where it should be. He could get hot and definitely have a good game here. Um, but I mean, these two teams just played. It was 117-109. And it was what? Yesterday? Saturday, right? So... A little bit of sample size to look at, but one game sample size are the worst, but the best. I'm just kidding. Uh, talk to me about the Heat. Yeah, man. I mean, the Heat have some in reverse. They've got good prices to be facing Atlanta Hawks. Like, you know, Jimmy Butler at 8900 that's a great price for him facing the Hawks. Tyler Hero has been picking up his play. He's still, in my opinion, all over the place, but you know, we've seen a couple a couple big games from him recently, 50-plus point games uh, within within the last five. I don't know what to make of Kevin Love with this team because he's playing, Stevie, but his minutes haven't really changed. He's not like he's playing 25, 30 minutes a night. Uh, you know, he's in the 20s, but I, I wish I could play him, but it just, it just feels kind of blah. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I, you know, Gabe Vince is playing minutes because Kyle Lowry continues to sit out. But mainly I think it's the Jimmy Bam and Hero show. Um, and I, I think we just stick with those guys. <sighs> yeah, I, I, that, I think that's where I'm at as well. Um, I think that's where I'm at. I don't know, like – if there's really anybody else that I get to and I feel comfortable with, I, I mean, tournament wise, maybe Caleb Martin. He's someone that can play 25 to 30 minutes in a close game. Um, Lowry already out. So I think maybe a guy like K Caleb Martin is okay. And then as far as like Kevin Love, you, cause you were talking about him, I think like 22 to 25 minutes until maybe the playoffs. And then we see him ramp up to like 28 minutes. I think he's going to be a key piece for them in the playoffs. Um, Sneaky good pickup. When Kevin Love is healthy, he's he's a fantastic basketball player. Um, so I think we see more Kevin Love um, in the playoffs. And they're just – I mean, I think they try to keep him healthy, right? We've seen them kind of back off Oladipo's minutes. I think Oladipo is someone that 
in the playoffs, they could use him a lot on the second unit with some usage if he can stay healthy. So um, I think time will tell with Kevin Love um, with the Miami Heat. Oh, yeah. Toronto at Denver. We got a 227.5 total. The Nuggets, a 7 to 7.5 point favorite on most books. As far as the injury report for this one, um, Thomas Bryant is probable for Denver. That's really it. Toronto side, Otto Porter Jr. is out. Let's go Toronto first. What are your thoughts here on the Raptors? Uh, I mean, should be a good game in general. I will say, Stevie, these Raptors prices, man, are really coming down. Like, Pascal Siakam's down to 9K. I think he was 9K the other night as well. Um, Fred Van Vliet, you know, his price has been stable, but I, I feel like he's the one his price should be coming down, but he keeps cranking out big games. OG's down, Trent's down, uh, Scotty Barnes is down to 6,800, and, you know, Poto just continues to seemingly crush. Now, I'm not expecting him to crush in this game uh, against Jokic. He's 6,400, but he could. I think the main target here is probably Siakam at 9K. And I think that's about it for me. The price have come down, but I don't think they've come down enough. I I, I was slightly intrigued by Scotty at 6,800, but the production just hasn't been there. And I I don't want to risk it even on a six-game slate against Denver. Yeah. My my thing here is – we kind of expect Podol and Jokic to kind of face off. Um, mm-hmm. So does that leave like Siakam and Barnes to have a good game? Um, I think that's just like, you know, one perspective to kind of look at. I think we're going to be playing Jokic today. Um, he's in a great spot. He's up in that like conversation of like elite plays on the slate. So we're going to be taking some shots on Jokic and we, are potentially taking some shots on like Jamal Murray as well. He's been playing really good here recently. I think like my favorite, I think like my favorite run back might be like Van Vliet, but I would sprinkle in some Siakam and maybe some Barnes. I think this is a tough spot for a guy like Podol. Um, and OG just, I mean, he shoots enough where he'll have games where he shoots 15 plus times. And if he's making, he won't stop. So maybe you could look at him on a smaller slate. On the Denver side, I mean, like I said, Jamal Murray's been playing really good here recently. Um, over oh, yeah. 45 fantasy points in three straight games. Um, just kind of cruising along here, doing it a lot. I mean, he's someone that has double-double upside. He's someone that has like 20-15 upside. So uh, what are your thoughts here on Denver? Yeah, man, like I like the Murray call at 8K. He's somebody, Stevie, I've kind of been on anyway just in general. Like once once his minutes kind of went back up to normal minutes, I don't know, a couple months ago, I just started playing him. He was in that 6,800 range, 7K, and we've just rolled the wave all the way up. Uh, he's just continuing to crank out nice performances. But, Steve, I do have a nugget here that I okay. think might be good for the people. And Bruce Brown is 3,900. He's playing mid-20s minutes. Typically getting mid twenties fantasy points, I think that's beneficial for us on this particular slate, Stevie. So wanted to point that out. I don't think a lot of people are going to be on Bruce Brown today. I don't think the projections are going to come in great, but I'm willing to roll the dice at 3900. A guy playing mid twenties minutes, 
I, I I'll take it. Um, in this spot at home feels feels like a, a good solid cheap play to me that it's kind of going to be off the beaten path a little bit. I like the Bruce Brown call. Um, I think the other night he just didn't get a lot of run because the game got out of hand. Yeah. So, uh, totally it's us. Um, it's probably not us. I'm just kidding, but we're moving the line. Will we're moving the line that that line has moved for the Cleveland Boston game. Uh, it's three and a half almost everywhere now. So we are, yeah. we are, listen, this is, this is why you listen live. This is why you subscribe to the podcast and, you know, come hang out with us. You know, we we're active in chat. We're answering questions. We're having fun. What else are you doing on a Sunday night? Besides probably sleeping, which I would, which that's, that's happening. I'm getting old. All right. New Orleans at Sacramento. We finish it out with a game that's somewhat interesting here. This has a 239 total. Kings a six point favorite. And I say somewhat interesting. This game is fantastic. Um, on the Pelican side, Alvarado is out. Little is out. Nance is out. Valanchunas is questionable. Zion remains out. Fox is questionable. And Holmes is questionable on the Kings side. Our difference between this game and the Toronto-Denver game, um, six-game slate, we got three 7 o'clock games. We might not have some of this injury news before the 7, a game, seven o'clock games lock. We might not have it before the Atlanta-Miami game. And it might happen very close to the Toronto-Denver game. So this game's fantastic. When we're looking at the slate overall, um, I think it's higher, seven points higher than the next highest total game on the slate implied team totals or implied totals. So we'll go New Orleans first. Will, like, we could live in the 8K range today. Brandon Ingram is in a fantastic spot um, going up against Sacramento, one of the worst teams in the league against wings. He could absolutely crush in this game. CJ McCollum shooting the ball a little bit. I don't know if I'd say better, but he's shooting the ball a little bit more. I really think the wrist thing continues to be a thing with him. Um, so definitely paying attention to that. Want to see if Valanchunas returns or not. If Valanchunas sits, um, Herb Jones has been playing really solid minutes at 4,300. We all want like Hern and Gomez to kind of be a thing, but they've been playing like Najee Marshall and, and, and Hayes and Jones. Um, they did that so, same foolishness last year with him yeah. and Jackson Hayes. Like, yep. Guys would be out, and you're like, okay, he's playing tonight, and he plays 20 minutes, 18 minutes. Yeah, you're like, oh, Hernan so Gomez bad. is starting. Let's go. Let's let's play him. And nope. Yeah, so bad. Um, but yeah, Valanciunas. If Valanciunas sits, I I think like the guy that I I would be is, is Herb Jones. I think he benefits the most. Um, his minutes have been the most consistent here recently. So that's who I think. Um, but yeah, I like this spot a lot for Ingram. I think, like I said, I think this 8K range is really good. Yeah, I'm with you big time on Ingram. Um, I don't really think there's any reason to to overlook him. Like he's he's big time in play. What I do like about um, the Pelicans as well, you mentioned Herb Jones, but Trey Murphy's playing big minutes too. Like this this could be a good spot for him at 4,400. We could very well have access to both of those 4K guys, especially you talk about the fact that Valanciuna sits. We already know Josh Richardson isn't playing. Jose Alvarado isn't playing. Murphy, 
And uh, and Herb Jones could be really, really nice plays on this slate in a big-time up-tempo matchup against a Kings team that wants to keep winning, Stevie, to stay in the top of the West. So I, I like those calls. Love Brandon Ingram. I think it's a good spot for both for both sides. Sacramento side of this game is super interesting. Um, I mean, Fox oh, in out. Yeah, Fox in or out is huge. Um, I think Valanciunas – or not Valanciunas, Sabonis – if, if Valanciunas is out, I think Sabonis is in a really good spot here. Um, I think you could have a monster game if Valanciunas said So I want to be paying attention to the Valanciunas news because of, uh, obviously, the Pelican side, but I also want to be paying attention to it because of uh, the uh, the King side of this game as well. If Fox sits, I don't mind looking at a guy like Kevin Herter. He's going to get some extra shots. Barnes, I think, is okay to look at if we did get news that like Fox is going to sit. Outside of that, I mean... Same situation, right? Like Herding Gomez on the other side. We want Donovan Mitchell to be um Devion Mitchell to be a thing and just it <laughs> just no. It's the Malik Monk show if if yeah if, uh Fox I, is I'm, out for what it's worth. Like I'm with you, buddy. I'm with you. Um I like Herder the most, I think, of these guys. Oh, yeah. If Fox sits, I think Herder is someone that gets some extra shots up. Um and, and I think at the end of the day, that's what we want. Like when Fox is missing yeah. Herder shoots more. So I like Sabonis regardless. Um, I like him more if Fox sits, but I, I like him regardless. I think this is a really good spot for him. If Valanciunas sits, if Valanciunas six, I mean, if they, yeah. if they try to put guys like Jackson Hayes or Hernan Gomez on Sabonis, he's just going to have a field day. Yeah. And I will say this, Harrison Barnes seems to be on the upswing with this fantasy production, Stevie. And Keegan Murray is just—he's all over the place. But I think I still think he can play Keegan Murray in the spot at forty-six hundred. Barnes, Murray, all these like weird five low four K guys, mid four K guys. I think you get exposure to them all. What I would do, I think, if between Barnes and Murray, I don't think I'd play them together. So I think if if I play those guys that multi-enter and I make a group with Barnes, Murray, and I say one or the other, put my ownership percentages in there, and then with I do think you can get away with Monk and Herder, though. That's the thing. Like, I think you can get away with both of those if Fox sits, but that's the caveat. De'Aaron Fox has to sit. And if he sits, then I know for sure Herder and Monk are going to get their action. All right, we've had some fun today. Let's play the morning grind game, and we will get out of here. Stars off, Will. Favorite play under 5,000 to go 7x. I mean, definitely going to be paying attention to some injury news here for this range today, but who do you like here the night before? Yeah, I'm going to go with a guy that I talked about recently um, or in this same game, and I'm not going to play the injury card. Uh, I'm going to go with what I think is is already going to happen. Give me Trey Murphy at 4,400. I like him in this spot, uh, playing the minutes. We already know the other guards aren't going to be in, so his, his minutes are stable. Give me Trey Murphy at 4,400. I'm going to go Harrison Barnes. It doesn't happen very often. He is someone that's capable of 35-plus. He's going to play a bunch of minutes tonight. So might not get like the full like 7X out of him, but I think 6X on a six-game slate of 5K is super playable. So um, I, I want 7X because I want to win the morning grind game. But I think at the end of the day, I think Harrison Barnes at 5K is just – he's in that price range where he's really solid. Malik Monk would be my answer if Fox sits for what's worth. 
over yeah. 8k to go under 5x who's your bus at the top today a lot of good options uh anybody standing out to you that you don't love i don't like this but i think it's the right call because of the situation give me tyrese halliburton at 9200 but i don't like it but they're playing philly they don't want to win i i think it's the right call I'm going to stay in that same game and go James Harden. Um, and Bead, I think, crushes in the spot. So, I mean, yeah. that hashtag analysis. That's what I got today. Favorite 6X play today. Who do you got? This one was a tough one for me, Stevie, because I like the mid-range guy. But I think I'm going to go with how I think this situation is going to go. Give me Mar- give me Bagley at 5,500. He took my play. Um, I like Bagley a lot today. Um, oh, the other guy that I really like today is uh, Jeremy Grant. Yeah. Jeremy Grant, um, 7,100. I think he's someone that's capable of 45-plus today. So, like this spot, Detroit, really, really bad defensively. Uh, so, ton of interest in Grant today. Let's get weird GPP play of the day. Who is it today for you, Will? Well, I talked about this guy. I don't think he's getting the ownership. It is kind of a low ball play. Bruce Brown, ladies and gentlemen, oh, thirty nine hundred. Gosh, you had me nervous. I was like, is he gonna take my guy again? <laughs> Bruce Brown. I-, I don't see him picking up ownership. If we knew what was going to happen this Boston game, I'd have a couple extra plays. But I'm not going to speculate. I'm going to try to go with what we know. Oh, I'm doing it. <laughs> you might not speculate. Um, I, I got you. Um, you talked me onto this. I like Blake Griffin today. I think three K, man. You can't pass it up. Williams is already out. They said he's five to seven days. Uh, Al Horford played more minutes tonight than he's played in his in his last. He like, played six more games minutes tonight than in t- right a couple games. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, I know that's not the actual truth, so I just want you to know I'm actually kidding. At but least two games, though, Stevie. For real, seriously. Al Horford played 46 minutes tonight on Sunday night. He's not. He's yeah. not playing. Um, so give me Blake Griffin at 3K as my Let's Get Weird GPP play of the day. I love it. I love um, it. Any 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 pick'em plays that you're going to be looking at, or props, or anything that you're going to be looking at for today? Um, I think, so. What we do know is, I don't see. Any scenario, in my opinion, and it's just my opinion, Stevie, where Jamal Murray doesn't go for around 23, 24 points. Lines at 21 and a half right now. We talked about Murray. I think it's a good spot for him at home. They're going to have to score points. Give me Murray over 21 and a half. Yeah. I like it. Um, I already, I mean, we talked about. We went live with our favorite um, night before bet. It's it's three and a half almost everywhere now. When we were talking about it, points bet had it at one and a half, and then DK and Fanduel had it at two and a half. But it's it's three and a half almost everywhere. So, and that's the right call after two overtimes. I mean, you have to you have to. Bump. Those guys are those guys are going to be juiced. Even if they play, I mean, they're just going to be tired. Um, I mean, they're they're just forty nine game minutes. It's not like going out and running you know, 49 minutes of playing like five on five at the the gym, you know, this is like 49 game minutes of like an intense close game. 
the Knicks, what is that, nine in a row for the Knicks? Um, listen, the East and the NBA are just so much better when the Knicks are winning games. Um, I don't know if that's like a personal taker, but I just that's what I feel. So anyway, that's gonna wrap it up for Monday. I hope everyone had a fantastic weekend. We'll be back tomorrow talking more hoops. Good luck, everyone. We will see you then. <laughs>